Dr. Ron Taylor's story is one of a small world quickly becoming huge. So before you went to Vietnam, where was the far, farthest place you'd ever been? Was it Oklahoma or Arkansas? I don't know if that's further than Galveston. I went to okay. Galveston okay. one time. Uh, we took a vacation where we'd gone to New Mexico. Okay. So that's probably the furthest. Okay. El Paso wow. and, and New Mexico. Wow. Family vacation. Okay. But, uh, no, I, I don't think, I don't recall that I'd ever been on an airplane. So what did you think about going to Vietnam? I was scared to death. Dr. Taylor was an American soldier like his father before him. He grew up in northeast Texas. And before traveling across the world to fight in the Vietnam War, he had only left Texas once. Today, Dr. Taylor takes us back to a world before the living room war, before wars were brought into every home through television, when the world was sweet and simple. hazy memory of living with a la- an old, old lady in Wiley named Miss MacDonald. Oh, wow. Uh, the day after I was born, my daddy left for World War II, so I didn't see him until 1940, late 1945, early 1946, wow. I guess. But we lived with Miss MacDonald, who, who had this big old two-story house, and she was alone, and so she rented us a room, and... Wow. We got to eat meals with her, and I remember uh, sitting on a swing uh, on her big old covered front porch in Wiley. Oh, wow. Uh, with uh, my mother uh-huh. and sometimes Miss McDonald. Wow. And just, just talking, you know, just, and I loved that, but that's, all, that's only a right. handy memory. Right. Uh, so, how long did you live there? We. Only lived there till my dad came home. Okay. Uh, and then we had a real problem finding a place to live because a lot of places, believe it or not, after the war, wouldn't take children. You know that my mother and dad could have easily found a place, but we couldn't. And oh my goodness! And so, and, and I'll mention this a little later on. But so, the first place we lived when Daddy came home uh, was in Saxe. Okay. If I remember them looking and looking and looking for a house or a place. But in Saxe, and it's still there today, although it's about to fall down, was an old abandoned schoolhouse. Wow. And we we uh, moved into that. We had we had one school classroom uh-huh. that was our home. Uh, wow. Community bathroom. Oh, my. <laughs> and, and we had curtains in there that divided bedrooms from right kitchen and that kind of thing but we lived there for I don't I don't remember exactly how long but for close to a year I think wow so I still drive by that building sometime today and it's been everything in the world since since then wow uh, but, I'm gonna have to look for that well it's on that major street that goes by the first assembly of God okay. church and goes on goes on through wow. uh, Saxe okay uh, about two or three blocks down uh and you can almost not recognize it as having once been a school. When I lived there, you very much could recognize mm-hmm. it, that this was a school. Oh, wow. 
and the and it had a great big well in the front yard of the school water well which still right. had water in it wow and that's where before we moved they got had running water when we got there but before that when it was a school they used that well for water wow so it's a kind of a historic building but they've not taken care of it right and uh, that's fascinating i had no idea that they wouldn't allow children you know, the places and that, that mother and dad looked, they, they didn't. Wow. And we, they were looking mainly in Wiley, which was okay. my dad's home. And, okay. Uh, where where I was born. and so But they couldn't find anything in Wiley, which didn't have a lot of places. Right. And with the war over, a lot of young men were coming mm-hmm. home right. uh, at that time. Dr. Taylor's father had a difficult time finding a place for his family to live once he returned home from World War II. But he was a fighter and his military skills served him well as he battled their circumstances. Dr. Taylor's father was from a large farming family, so family was very important to him. My family is from this area. My, my dad uh, and his 10 brothers and sisters uh, grew up in Wiley. Wow. Uh, right outside Wiley in a, on a farm. And uh, my, my mother's family was from Terrell. Okay. Originally from Georgia, but when she met my dad, they were they had moved to Terrell. Okay. And so both of them had small town uh, upbringing. Right. And uh, I loved both families when as I grew up. Right. Pretty pretty special to me uh, in those growing up years. Dr. Taylor inherited this love for family from his father, so much so that it once led to a temper tantrum at an early age. I had a sister. Okay. Her name is Melva Lynn. Okay. Uh, and she goes by Lynn. Okay. But her last name is Rackley. And she was born when we lived in Saxe. Okay. Uh, she was born in McKinney in the hospital. Wow. Which leads to a little bit of a story. Uh, I wanted to go with them to McKinney, to right. the hospital. And they wouldn't let me. And I, they made me stay with the babysitter. And I wasn't two or three years old, but I remember this. And I got mad. Oh, and I went outside, and I had a new pair of cowboy boots, and I threw them in that well. Oh. Which was way, there's no getting them back, Mm-mm. you know. After some time, the family was able to purchase a home in Garland, Texas, and settle down there. When I was five years old, we moved to Garland. Okay. Bought a brand new two-bedroom frame, wood frame house. That's awesome. Uh, and I remember that we moved, well, we moved there. I was five. But it was late spring of 1949 when we moved. Okay. And uh, they had one of those 100-year floods. Yes. And I have this memory of my mom and dad at the back door to that house doing everything they could to keep water out of it. Oh, my goodness. So I remember that clearly. And also something that stuck with me is standing on my back porch in what is now a heavily, heavily populated, almost... uh, Central City, almost. It's, right. It's not way out like it was. But I remember going out and standing on my back porch and being able to see Garland Road, which is about a mile away. Okay. See cars running up and down it. Wow. And, and there's now, nothing between you nothing and Garland Road. Us. Wow. Nothing between us. So all, all uh, you can see today is the house next door. You know? Right. But it was, it was a great place to grow up. It was okay. a wonderful place to grow up. So, so we you? lived there all the way until okay. I graduated from high school. This next season was pretty ideal for the Taylor family. Things finally seemed to be looking up. 
So did you all eat dinner together as a family? We ate dinner together every night as a family. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mother was a great, great cook. Mm, What uh, was your favorite thing that she made? You know, I I think it was uh, meatloaf. Oh. mm. I loved her meatloaf. Uh, She made great mashed potatoes. Mm. Uh, And I never ate, ate really healthy in my entire life until the last few years. Right. Uh, but she was great. And we all sat at the dinner, dinner table. Right. Uh, one funny story, I remember she cooked liver and onion. She would cook it, and if we didn't eat that, we didn't eat. Right, you know? right. And so I hated liver and onions. Yes. And so she made li- liver and onions. And I, I lived to play baseball. And I had a, a game that night, and she said, you're not leaving this table until you re- eat all of that liver and onion. Oh, my goodness. And so I never left the table. I missed my <gasps> ball game, missed the whole thing. Oh, wow. Uh, I just couldn't just couldn't do it. And I think my daddy was sympathetic with me, but uh-huh. but I, I never ate it. And and she really never cooked it again. Oh. <laughs> so I think... I think I might have won the, the war. Right. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. But, uh, we And we'd eat breakfast together. My dad was usually gone by the time mm-hmm. my sister and I got up. But mother got up, fixed his breakfast, fixed his lunch, which uh-huh. I always carried with him. Right. And then when my sister got up, we, we ate with mother. Uh, and then she'd fix lunch for mm-hmm. us. And then we'd all have a big dinner. We had a big dinner every night. We had okay. a dessert every night. Oh, nice. You know, it was nice then, not so nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was she was a, a great a great homemaker. That's sweet. So after school, when you came home, did you play outside? I played outside nearly every day. Right. I loved to play outside. We had an area close to our our house, which was Duck Creek. Yes. It was all the way through Garland. I know exactly where that is. And there was close close to our house at Duck Creek. Uh-huh. There was pretty thick woods. Right. Uh, and there were some hills, and we would say to our mom, we're either going to the creek or the woods or the hills, which were all in one place. Right. Uh, and we'd go into those hills and dig caves. Yes. You know, when it was snowy or icy, we'd go to the hills and slide down them on cardboard and things like that, and we would roam around in those woods. Oh. And I went to I went to the creek a lot, mm-hmm. a whole lot. But then, other than that, uh, we would. Uh, my, I had a lot of neighborhood friends. Right. My, young, our, our neighborhood was filled with children. And I had a lot of boys close to my age, and we would go outside and uh, we'd play football in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd do, do that during football season. Mm-hmm. And then uh, during baseball season, we would just look for an empty field mm-hmm. and, and play baseball. If there were four of us, we still played baseball. Right. Um, because we had a passion for it and there was nothing else to do. Right. You know, t- TV didn't come in until I was already in school in our in our family, our neighborhood. Uh-huh. And we finally got a, a TV. And we were the second one on our street to get a TV. I don't remember, 1954, wow. 53, something, something like that. Uh, and I remember the only two programs we could get on our TV at that time were a... a a program called Boston Blackie, okay. which is a mystery show. Oh, the okay. Detective. And the other one was wrestling. Oh, okay. You could get those two things. Wow. And so I remember all my, my uncle used to come to our house uh, to watch wrestling. Oh, wow. So that 
that was a big deal. But uh, I loved it when finally they started having baseball games, like one a week on TV. Right, right. And before that, I laid I laid in the floor and uh, listened to them on radio. Oh. The mutual game of the day. Oh wow! So I'm I'm getting the idea that you kind of like baseball. I like sports. Okay. But baseball is my favorite. And growing up with your community of of childhood friends, being a team, it seems like that's kind of a a theme. You know, you were a team, even you made a team even when there wasn't one. (laughs) Yes, 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 we we did. When When we would go out at home, we'd gather as many boys as we could, three, four, five. And we'd go and we'd play games called Scrub. Oh, okay. Uh, And we'd play a game called uh, uh, Grounders and uh, Flies and Grounders, Flies and Skinners. Okay. And that's where you'd keep advancing from position to position to the batter. Okay. Uh, So did y'all make those up? Yeah, well, they were before us. Okay. They were there when we got there. Okay. So, no, we didn't make them up, but okay. we quickly made them our own. Okay. Um, but uh, we would we would lose balls sometimes because we were playing in empty, empty lots. <laughs> right. We'd hit it too far and lose it, and we only had one ball. Oh, my, oh my goodness. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was still a child, my daddy was still playing softball, and we went to play our church against... Uh, the Lucas Baptist Church in Lucas. Okay, Texas. yes. And we played in a baseball diamond they made next to, to that church mm-hmm. that was there in Lucas. And of course there was nothing in Lucas like there is today. Right. Uh, but we would we went to play them, Daddy did, on his church team. And there was cotton patch all around the field and the, the outfield was defined but when you got to the yes. cotton patch. So Daddy hit a ball, the only ball they had that night uh-huh. hit it into the cotton patch. Oh wow! And they never found that ball. Oh the my goodness! <laughs> but this beautiful season of family life would soon come to an abrupt stop, and Doctor Taylor would have even more in common with his veteran father. Graduated from Garland High School, uh, went went off to East Texas State. Oh okay. Uh, and got drafted. Okay. And went to Vietnam. Okay. Uh, a part of that story that's very important to, to Liz and I is that uh, when I first went in the Army and was in training, I used to exchange letters with my pastor. Okay. Uh, fairly regularly. Well, Liz was the pastor secretary. Oh, okay. And she would write his letters. She would open his letters and read them and give them to him. Oh, wow. And, and so... Over a little period of time, those letters stopped being from him and from me to him to being from between Liz and I. It just oh my goodness. nothing ever spoken. That just happened. Wow! Uh, that we began to write each other, and uh, wow. when I would when I would be able to come home from training in Louisiana, uh-huh. uh, Liz and I would have a date. Okay. And she would take me out to Highway 80. Okay. On Sunday afternoon. We'd go to church, go to dinner. She'd take me out on Highway 80 and let me out. And I would hitchhike all the way back to Fort Polk, Louisiana, which is south of Shreveport. 
Oh my and when God. I came home, I did that same same thing. Wow. Uh, but any, anyway, when I finally it, the time finally came for me to prepare for Vietnam to go, I was going. Uh, I don't know. We had like three weeks a month. I don't remember how long. And I hadn't dated very much uh, at all. But we wow. knew that I knew she was the one and she wow. knew I was the one. So we began to, to talk about getting married. And so we we went to talk to our, went to dinner with our pastor and his wife, mm-hmm. thinking they would say, no, that's foolish for you to do that this quickly. Right. Uh, and then go off for a year, be gone for a year. But they didn't. They wow. said, Dad, you need to do it right now. Wow. So I think, I think we... We planned it on a Thursday and had the wedding on Saturday. Oh, my goodness. And the church wasn't available. So the pastor did one big wedding in the church, Sanctuary Orchard Hill, Baptist and Garden. Okay. Uh, and then a couple in our church who later became our dearest friends uh, had lost a son, and they mm-hmm. built a prayer chapel uh, in his honor. Uh, it, it was the Don Evans Prayer Chapel. Okay. And it wasn't quite finished the day we got married. We needed to go in to get married. So they worked all day long to get it where we could have a wedding in it. Wow. And it, seat, it seated 17 people. Oh, wow. And so our pastor, the one that had written the letters, uh, married us. My dad was uh, in the hospital. Uh-huh. And the same friend who uh, set up, who finished the chapel and uh-huh. provided the funds for building that chapel, uh, fixed it where Daddy could hear the wedding on the Aww. phone. That was back in the day when right. he almost did. But he was an engineer and knew how to do that kind of stuff. So my dad listened to it. Oh, wow. And so I was in a I was in a borrowed suit. My wife borrowed my sister's wedding dress. Oh. Uh, we uh, we went off in my brother's brother in law's car. Oh wow! And uh, went and and had a week just going. We went to Oklahoma. In Arkansas. Uh-huh. That was oh. our idea of going somewhere. Right. And uh, came home, and I didn't have much time, and uh, went off to Vietnam. Mm. So we were apart for a year, although right. after, I think, seven months, maybe, we got to meet in Hawaii. Okay. When I got to leave, and she flew from here. Okay. And go ahead. That's, so, so before you went to Vietnam, where was the far, farthest place you'd ever been? Was it Oklahoma or Arkansas? I don't know if that's further than Galveston. I went to okay. Galveston okay. one time. Uh, we took a vacation where we'd gone to New Mexico. Okay. So that's probably the furthest. Okay. El Paso wow. and, and New Mexico. Wow. Family vacation. Okay. But, uh, no, I, I don't think, I don't recall that I'd ever been on an airplane. America entered a conflict between the communist North Vietnamese and the anti-communist South Vietnamese. This war grew beyond the borders of a small Asian country and threatened to be the next world war. North Vietnam was supported by the Soviet Union, China, and other communist allies. South Vietnam was supported by the United States, South Korea, the Philippines, Australia, Thailand, and other anti-communist allies. Approximately 60,000 U.S. soldiers were killed in Vietnam and their average age was 23 years. So what did you think about going to Vietnam? I was scared to death. Going to Vietnam was like landing on another planet. Dr. Taylor shares the rest of his story on the next episode of Kava. Thank 
you for listening to this episode of Kavah the Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and that you will subscribe, download, and share this on your social media pages and with your family and friends. If you find yourself in a desperate place, it is our desire that you would be able to borrow hope from those who've gone before you and shared their stories. They have exemplified the meaning of Kavah learning to wait during difficult times to find an eventual positive outcome. I can't express my gratitude for my head writer, Rebecca Gray, and audio engineer, Meredith Douglas. I would not be able to do this without you. For more information, please visit kavathepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.